I can reframe literally anything and I really need you to be able to do the same. What's up guys? My name is Jacqueline and I am your host. I am a full-time mental health therapist, online anxiety coach, and founder of Team Therapeutic Fitness. I swear like a sailor, rarely use my filter, and I'm committed to sharing with you all the things they probably should have taught us in school. Today's episode is going to be a good one because a lot of times people get into this mindset of life is hard, life has to be difficult, these experiences are what shape us and make us who we are, right? wrong. We get to choose how we view the world. We have total control over that lens and I'm going to show you how to do it and tell you why it's so freaking important. You ready? Let's do this. If I could give you a skill, like just grant it upon you that you would be naturally good at this, I would give you the ability to reframe. Because this tool can be used in any situation to help you live a more fulfilling, happy, joyful life. And obviously, that's exactly what I want for all of you. So we're going to dig into reframing, why it's so important, and how you can start doing it too. So most people think that reframing is taking a negative and turning it into a positive. But I think it goes so much deeper than that. It's not just a negative into a positive. It's any situation into what you want it to be and how it benefits you. For example, I was just at Costco, one of my favorite stores. However, going right after work, the five o'clock rush, I knew lines were going to be a little crazy and I was fully prepared for that. So I was pleasantly surprised when I got to the checkout area and there was only one woman in front of me. I was like, this is awesome. I'm going to be in and out just like I wanted, go home, sit on the couch, do my thing. Turns out I jinxed myself. The woman in front of me was having some issues with her credit card. She had to try several different cards, every card she had in her purse. Then she had to go to the ATM in the store and try to get cash out. Well, she couldn't get cash out. None of the cards were working. And this woman is like frantically trying to buy her toilet paper, right? And so she's like, I had this gift card that I was trying to use. Can we just take away those two things? And then I'll just put the rest on the gift card. Steven, the checkout guy, (laughs) said, all right. And I could tell he was getting really annoyed. So you can best believe I was not about to be that person in line behind her, tapping my toe, getting all huffy puffy, looking at the people behind me being like, oh, are you kidding me? Come on. You know, you know who those people are that turn around and try to get the other people involved in their negativity. And so Steven continued to apologize to me. He's like, I'm sorry. Thank you for waiting. I'm so sorry. Thank you for waiting. And I'm like, seriously, it's not a problem. Like, it's perfectly fine. I probably stood there for a good 10 minutes, but not a big deal. And I stood there thinking, I could have been so upset by this. I was really looking forward to just like, I only needed a few things running in and out. I was excited because I had my rewards card. So I was going to be able to use the points for it. And I was barely going to have to pay anything. And I was pumped. 
And I was like, why would I let this woman's struggles ruin that for me? She's having a hard day, clearly. And I was like, this could be my night. I could be go on my Instagram story and be like, you guys will not believe what just happened in Costco. This woman, right? And go on some big long rant about how inconvenient it was for me. But at the end of the day, I could feel this woman's embarrassment. I knew she was mortified. It wasn't like, oh, she doesn't have the money. It was a we don't accept MasterCard kind of issue. And so I sat there and I'm thinking to myself, like, what can I use this time for? And so I started to just take some deep breaths. What a day. It was an awesome day today. One of my clients is graduating tomorrow. And today was my last meeting with her family. And I was still just full of joy at how amazing this young lady is and how far she has come in the last year that I've known her. And tomorrow I get to watch her graduate from our day treatment program. And that's the coolest fucking feeling in the world. So tell me why for even one second, I would let this tiny inconvenience ruin that. But so many people get so quickly sucked into it. This isn't what I expected. I didn't expect to stand in line at Costco for 10 minutes. But it wasn't life or death. And I used that time to reflect. I used it to think about my day, unwind a little bit in the moment. If I were to get angry and spread that energy through Costco... Not only am I then furthering the embarrassment of this poor woman, but then I'm getting other people on my negative bandwagon. Fuck that. Do I get upset and irritated and annoyed with people all the fucking time? But do I also try my damnedest to reframe it as much as I can? Absolutely. I do it all the time and I catch myself doing it and I wasn't even consciously trying to anymore. And I love to have fun with it. I will be in the car and I'm driving in the left lane, cruising along, and all of a sudden somebody whips out in front of me and they're flying down the road and I go, what the fuck is this dude's problem? Are you kidding me? And then bam, That negative energy starts to fill me, and that's my trigger. That's my warning. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Slow your roll. What could be going on here? So I like to make up little stories in my head. Oh, my God. I bet his wife is pregnant, and they are rushing to the hospital right now, and they're about to have a freaking baby. You guys go. You go ahead. No problem. It's not a big deal that you cut me off. Good luck having your baby couple minutes later I've named their children and they're off living living their happy little life think it's fucking weird okay but tell me the next time you're having road rage how good that feels to flip them the bird and yell at them and throw your hands up I'm gonna tell you right now my way is a whole lot more fun 
doesn't hurt anybody, and it doesn't keep me in that negative state that I hate, that I feel gross about, that I'm like, ugh, like, ugh, that's not a good feeling. This is not aligned with who you want to be as a person. So, okay, you can be a little peeved that you were cut off. After all, safety first, right? Like, come on, dude. Oh, but his wife is pregnant and they're rushing to the hospital. It's so quick now. And you can do it with anything. One of the biggest things I talk about with my anxiety mastermind ladies is our partners, <laughs> naturally, who we live with, right? Our husbands, our boyfriends, our fiancés, whoever. And the shit they do that just irks us, right? So yesterday, I hop on this anxiety mastermind call. Didn't have this planned, but it came up where one of the ladies is chatting about things that her husband does, and we get into this. And I said, how do you want to respond? And we're processing through that. And what is it going to take to change your response? Let your ego go a little bit. And we're chatting about it. And I said, this is so perfect because this literally just happened to me. I was like, you guys would not fucking believe it. I was in the bathroom, washing my hands. And I look over and to my left, there are those two like ends of band-aids, you know, like the part you have to peel off to get it to be sticky so you can put it on. Those two little tiny pieces of, I don't know, papery, plastic, whatever, are sitting on the counter. Directly below that is our bathroom trash can. So tell me why Derek couldn't slide it over two inches to the left and throw it away. Tell me why it's still sitting on our counter and not in the trash. And then, bam, the reframe. How fucking cool is it that I get to live with this guy? His quirks, his flaws, if you will. How fucking awesome is it that I get to live with my best friend who I get to marry in a year? Wow. That's fucking awesome. And he does shit like this and we get to banter back and forth. Like, really? The trash is right there. What are you doing? And that's all I've ever wanted. As a kid, I would dream of the conversations that I would have with my future husband someday oh, you didn't take the trash out. Oh, you left the toilet seat up again. Like those are the things that I, I was like, I couldn't wait for that as a kid. But somewhere along the road, we forget that at one point we yearned for that. And now we have it and we're letting it make us mad. We're using it to feel this resentment for this person who we care so deeply for messed up. So I know you know why it's important to reframe because you're sick of living in that state, that negative energy. It's not doing you any good. So how do we do it? How do we start reframing things so that we can step out of that and into what we've always wanted? Happiness, joy, love, You have to know your warning signs. 
for stepping into negativity. You have to be so conscious of all those moments when you're forgetting to be grateful. When you're forgetting all that you have. When you are taking your life for granted. Those are the moments that you have to be mindful of and bring to the forefront. Because it sounds silly like that at one point in my life, I couldn't wait to do my husband's laundry. Like all I wanted was like someone to love and care for. And now I have that and I'm going to complain that he left his dirty socks on the couch again. Or that the hamper is right there and then right next to it is the dirty clothes. Wow. You're just being petty. Can we call it like it is? Because it's, it's petty. I'm sorry, but those are not the kind of things worth getting upset over. I want to validate your feelings. I do. I get it. It's frustrating. Why can't he just do it? But this is who you chose in life to do life with. And if your relationship isn't strong enough to endure a little bit of putting dirty clothes not in the hamper or leaving gross, dirty, stinky boxers on the bathroom floor, then you have way more work to do in your relationship than asking him to pick up his clothes, right? So it's being aware of all that you have and stop taking it for granted, The second you can turn those experiences into moments of gratitude, that is when you become a pro at reframing and your entire world will change. I can promise you that. Reframing is so powerful, but it's not easy and it takes a lot of focus and attention and practice and constant awareness And you won't be able to do it every single time at first. And that's okay. But it's starting to recognize those moments when a reframe is needed. And in what ways you could possibly reframe it. What could you do to look at this situation with gratitude? You could, there is literally nothing that you could tell me that I wouldn't be able to reframe. And not in a, like, oh, really? Because this trauma happened to me, and there is nothing good from that. And hear me when I say this. I'm sorry that that happened to you. You did not deserve that. But I am proud of you for being resilient and fighting back and now speaking out about whatever it is that happened to you and raising awareness. You wouldn't have done that if that trauma hadn't happened. Come at me, literally, with anything, and I'll reframe it. I'm not going to make you think that you are grateful it happened or anything crazy like that. Not necessarily. But I will teach you how to look at your life differently. You have a choice. And the second you stop letting life 
happen to you and realize life is happening for you, that's when everything changes. I love you guys so fucking much. I love hanging out with you, spending time chatting, all the things I'm so passionate about. And if you're really struggling with your reframes, you need to be in the next anxiety mastermind with me. We start in April and this group is going to be phenomenal. Applications are flying in right now and I'm having so much fun just reading them, accepting women who I think are going to be great partners together, work together really well and have similar goals and want similar things. It's three weeks long, it's very intensive, daily prompts via email for you to journal on and two calls per week live video chat so I can see your face you'll see me you'll see all the other women in it sorry guys ladies only and we just dig in I'm going to teach you step by step the most difficult things to reframe we're going to do it together we're going to set affirmations We're going to challenge those negative thoughts. We're going to dig in to the parts of you that you don't share with other people because you're ashamed of those parts. Some of your past experiences, what you want for the future, all of it in three weeks. It is a phenomenal program. And I would love for you to head over to theanxioustherapistpodcast.com and apply right now. If these episodes speak to you, oh, wait till I get my hands directly on your life. We're going to do big things together. So I am so looking forward to reading your application. But until then, I'll catch you in the next episode.